Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello, I'm Russell Kane. Welcome to Boys Don't Cry. It's the series where we put our ear against the keyhole of masculinity and we get men to talk about the things we wish they would talk about. Wide-ranging subjects. Have a look at previous episodes. We've talked about drunkenness. We've talked about body confidence. Sometimes there's a gender difference. Sometimes there isn't. And very often things come out that you're not expecting. The most unexpected thing is the interest from female listeners in this series. Turns out men are a bit shit at communicating anything to do with themselves. So this has a surprising female listenership, this series. And the jumping off point is only men be like, women be like. Very often we end up with consensus, or as it's now known after COVID, conspiracy. Because if anyone agrees with anyone else, it must be a conspiracy. If two scientists say the sky is blue, that's suspicious in my opinion, Gary. Me too. Uh, So what we're going to do this week is we're going to do something slightly different. There's no partying, there's no men's bodies, there won't be much shagging. In fact, there probably isn't any, which is part of the problem with today's subject, which is newborns. Newborn babies and their impact on relationships. Now, before you switch off singletons or young couples who are just too cool to breed, if I could give myself one piece of advice in the days before I bred, which was prepare yourself when you are unemotional and uninterested in having babies with all the information. Let it sit there so that when the desire to breed kicks in, it sits on top of an informed base of knowledge. Because once the hormones, the arguments and the emotions are flowing, you can't make a rational decision. So have your attack sheet ready. That keeps everyone tuned in. Let me introduce my panel today. We are recording this during, as Gabriel Garcia Marquez would say, during the time of COVID. And I've got Ivo Graham, just one male panellist. I will form the other bloke today, as we will get into men's heads and find out if there is a gender difference here with newborns. And we always have a female adjudicator, a lady auditor, as I call them, purely because... There is a horrible tendency of men to go, well, you know, you can't win, can you? You know what women are like. So we always have a stop talking shit person. <laughs> and that person today, interestingly, is Jen Brister, who will bring a whole different perspective to breeding and couples and child rearing. Now, before we get going, panel, welcome, first of all. How are you? Oh, 
yeah, great, great. <laughs> That's the voice yeah. of a broken comedian there, listeners. That's uh, the voice of a broken comedian with two five-year-olds, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's my, it was going to be my next question is declare your uh, nest, what's sitting in it. Now, the five-year-old is horrific. I've got a four-and-a-half-year-old, and it's one of the... Mid, what I call the middle mountains. You get a number of lies when a baby is born. It doesn't get worse than this. Once you wean them, it gets better. Wean them, Satan emerges. Once they get to two, it's better. They get to two, Satan emerges. Satan just keeps re-emerging from these life-ruining shits until you die in a, <laughs> until you die in a nursing home that's not good enough given the effort you've put in. Well, they're only 40. It's better when they're 50. No, you're going to shit yourself in a nursing home. They won't give a fuck. Satan all the way to the end. Ivo, how many have you got? I've got one uh, child. It is a one-year-old girl, and I would have to say that I'm finding this to be a good phase and feeling very lucky uh, to be locked down during it. Sorry to be so no, unbelievably that's fine. No, smug. Obviously, that's lovely. If I'm, you know, if I'm a parent chatting to friends of mine who don't have kids, then I can really play my violin about, uh, you know, the free time that they must have. Um, and how tricky it is um, at home. But I think speaking to you two, or indeed pretty much anyone else with toddlers, with tweens, with teenagers who have had their freshest weeks cancelled, I think a one-year-old who doesn't know what's going on and is just adorably learning to walk and talk and is sleeping through the night, um, praise be to what? God. And this is uh, where we cut off Ivo's uh, yeah, Zoom. Please. Let, me just, let me just cancel that. <laughs> She's sleeping through the night. So oh, no complaints. We are going to get heavily into that in a minute. So I just have to, I have to just say that there'll be a lot of people in Ivo's position. I, I will give them a warning now. I, me and Lindsay, with our four-year-old, we were one of the lucky ones. We got the satanic, eye-rolling, unimaginable bastard first. Now, uh, what that means is it's almost like a contraception because my one-year-old, while it could cutely uh, bumble around learning to walk, because it couldn't talk and express itself, wanted to destroy the world in a fireball of frustration and rage because it couldn't yet form or express the full sentences it wanted. And it was like it was trapped in a body that was two years too young for it. So, father um, and daughter. Exactly. So Ivo, sadly, is under the misconception, this is what all one-year-olds are like, and we may well no, go on to have another one later Russell, on, and the life-ruining can properly begin. I'm well aware that this may just be a temporary calm phase, and that complacency <laughs> is the enemy. It might be a calm <laughs> child, that's the point, Ivo. Plenty of my friends had the brick-building cute. So cute, is this parenthood? What's so hard? Let's have another one. Then you get, I have arrived. Put the holy water on my brow, father. It sizzles, it burns. So you've got two the same age, Jen, which leads to the question, are they twins? Uh, I believe so, yeah, <laughs> I believe so. Yeah, they did come out the same day. Well, minutes apart, in fact. Twin, so, yes, they identical? Are twins. No, they are non-identical. They are fraternal twins, boys, and they couldn't look less alike. Really? So, yes, they're very different. But it was um, IVF, so uh, just, you know, two separate embryos, but uh, at the same time, put in at the same time. So that's why. So there, it wasn't that the egg split or anything like that. It's just two separate embryos that went in at the same time. and They both surprisingly latched on. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's what. <laughs> was that happened. a nice surprise? or <laughs> No, not really. Um... <laughs> Is there any um, older, younger dynamic between them? Do they know who's older and who's younger? Well, they, the thing is, 
basically the 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 bigger one was always twin one he was supposed to come out first and then the smaller one came out first because he turned at the last second anyway Mm. this is very dull so they still think that um the bigger one is the older but he's not it's actually the little one but we don't we're we're loath to contradict them at this point it's the worst i mean you've only got to watch any movie to know that when the small one is in charge it always becomes a super villain Always. Oh, we've already decided that. He's going to be the CEO of some horrific yeah. pharmaceutical company and take over the world. The bigger one will be like the, the Grub and Goyle one. Shall I destroy him, Master? <laughs> yeah. Not yet, he'll Oaf. Be, he'll be trailing behind. Um, they're very, they're so different. Yeah. The little, yeah. But, the, but you know, like, the, the thing is, is that when I hear people saying that their children sleep through the night, it does actually make me okay. quite angry. Let's get on to that. Because so. the only way we're going to keep the childless people interested is to, try, is to talk about how miserable and horrible having children is and therefore you'll validate it by not having any. Um, so we, it's nice to hear the positives, but we, need to, we, we do need to go through some of the things that can go wrong. But first of all, before we get into sleep and um, the baby bubble and all the all the things that come after after the birth, we have to. And apologies for this, but we have to deal with the cliches around rearing. Now, particularly when it comes to newborns, like it or loathe it, my jester guests, there is expectations that a female will have a closer relationship with a newborn than a man. It seems weird this is still a thing in 2020. It doesn't seem to be going anywhere. Our society economically is set up that way, sadly. Socially, many of us are raised that way. Dad did what he can and disappeared after six weeks to graft again, which was my experience. I don't know why I said six weeks. It was more like six hours. My dad was probably back down the workshop as the cord was cut. I better get some <laughs> fiberglass ready for Monday's insulation job, Julie. See you later. And there's this stereotype that men don't know what to do uh, with newborns. And the reason, um, at the time of recording this, listeners, there's a big story running about Elon Musk saying, I'm not going to be involved in my baby. I'm not going to be involved with my baby. Why would I? They're just pooping and eating machines, which sort of implies that women are there to pick up shit and, uh, and feed them. Whereas, of course, last time I checked... I have all the equipment to change a nappy and hold a bottle, be it expressed milk or not. Do you find that to be the case, Ivo? How does it frustrate you? Yeah, I think, um, and I'm going to come across as uh, quite the virtue-signalling feminazi here, Russell. (laughs) But um, what a load of rubbish. Exactly. Of course, if there's some mutual understanding within the parenting team uh, that one parent... Yeah, probably immediately after the birth, the father uh, needs um, to uh, get back out into the providing sphere um, and maybe do a little bit less of the heavy lifting for a bit, then that's fine. But there's no actual barrier to it. And of course, as a stand-up comedian, just idling day after day away um, with sort of vague creative flutterings. I would be a great tour show for you, Ivo. Vague creative flutterings. I would watch yeah, that. <laughs> Coming to a theatre, probably not very near you. No, no. Um, and probably not very soon. Coming but... to a plague pit near you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, 
so I, you know, I was able to do, um, you know, lots of things, probably not doing them with any great degree of instinct or expertise, but keen to learn. And also for the stuff that you, you know, specifically can't do, not breastfeeding or whatever, you can pick up the pieces in other um, areas. I was doing uh, cooking, which I was finding sort of very wholesome and good for my own sort of self-esteem. I was sterilizing. I was creating sterile environments wherever I could. Um, <laughs> sort of like, what great training. What, what great training. Sort of baby feeding Theresa May. We will not rest until the whole house is a sterile environment. <laughs> um, strong and sterile. That was, uh, that was my motto. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I was, I was certainly the less useful parent, and um, and probably continue to be in, in lots of ways. But that doesn't mean that uh, I, I wasn't sort of relishing the tasks that I could um, do. Yeah. So um, very br- briefly, uh, Lynn's, our baby was C-section, not by not by choice. It just wouldn't turn around, so it was already having like a drama in the womb. And my cords around my neck, I might hurt myself. Give me some attention. I mean, the the, the pattern was very much set early on. So Lindsay couldn't do anything for the f- very first eight days. She couldn't even lift the baby or change her nappy, which was a. It, I quite like that, really, but having the chance to be involved. I still f- had bad imposter syndrome. Mm. Even me, with all my informed gender politics, I was like, like I was being allowed to do a phase that a man shouldn't do. Mm. I, That's so interesting because I felt the same. Well, I wanted. I, felt, I, 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 I wondered exactly how the, the dynamic fell for, for you, Jen. Okay, so to put to put it in context, in case people don't know, I am a mother, but I am the other mother. So my partner, she was is the biological uh, parent, the biological mother to our children, and so my, if you can imagine, my connection with these two blobs was. <laughs> I was like what is my connection it's not even like I don't even have like there's no like DNA you know we're not like even related to one another so when they were born it was really um yeah there was this real kind of like disconnect when they were born I was like oh my god my biggest worry when they were born was not if I would like them I was like what if they don't like me do you know what I mean mm-hmm. what if they what if I what if I can't I try to bond with them, but they don't. They're like, I don't know who this Leza is. She needs to back off. You know, I just didn't. I, I just really concerned. Imagine if that was their first words. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that would crush you, wouldn't it? Can we do something about this one? Um, I, I, was, I was genuinely worried about that. And so I think that that, that imposter syndrome was, I felt, was. Um, I think I, I can't even remember how long it lasted. It's all such a blur, but it was very intense the first few days holding these two boys that these two baby boys that I had no biological connection to. And like you, as dads, there was nothing I could really do. I couldn't breastfeed them. I couldn't I couldn't do anything for them other than the practical stuff of Chloe had to have a, a C-section as well. So that meant, again, she couldn't lift them up. So I, I, I like you, Russell, was like delighted that I had a role, that I had to, you know, change their nappies, pick them up so that she could breastfeed them, you know, do, do all the practical stuff around it and that that made me feel more like if I if I hadn't had that I'd be, I would have been like I don't know how I would have made any connection with my children and to be honest it's, it's something people don't often talk about and but speaking to my female friends it's as common for the the woman whether she's the one that's given birth or not to have this as well as men but when I was the last one to have kids out of all of my group so all of my 
my friends, my male friends, were like, you wait, you, you never, ever known. Honestly, having a child makes you so vulnerable, Russell. You're never going to have felt a wave of love like it. When I held my baby, I collapsed to the floor. You know, doing like Michael Jackson, Earth Child, sovereign. <laughs> <laughs> and then lit all Lindsay's friends. Told He's the, the person same. you want to be referencing. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Child. Sorry, Gary, I meant Gary Glitter. And uh, so, uh, so all of Lindsay's friends were like, you're, you're never going to have known anything like it when that baby latches on. My life was complete. Whole world right there. We were both... G'd up both of us I don't want this to come across serial killer but neither one of us had a rush of anything we had all the organisation and all the parental stuff in because you don't collapse to the floor sobbing with bonding emotion on the first day you panic is there something wrong with me I had all there was, don't get me wrong there was the, the normal protective stuff there but there wasn't this um, a bit, bit, like sobbing it took me 18 months two years to feel that and I think sometimes there's a gap between what you're told you're expected to feel with a newborn and what you do feel sends you into a spiral of shit that isn't even real. Did you? How, yeah. So, yeah, so we know totally. you. We know you didn't have the sobbing collapse to the floor, Earth Child moment, Jen. Um, did you, do you, Ivo? Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Uh, I felt... I think a certain degree of emotion. Um, if that doesn't sound like the most British response yeah. of all time, I took an extra sugar in my tea that day. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, obviously, it's it's built over the last year and a half, and That's I think the last me, six, yeah. uh, six months has been just uh, a sort of just huge. Um, I'd like to say a huge wave, but that's that's not the right word to use. In 2020, um, second wave, wave. after wave. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but no, I mean I, it it doesn't flip your whole sort of mind and heart upside down immediately. But I think I was, I think I'd been prepared for that as well as all the people saying you're going to feel love like you've never known before. I think a lot of people had also said be ready for it not to, you know not all to hit you immediately. And, yeah, uh, and I got that as well. And actually, that was that was you know those those were both very useful pieces of advice. You could lean into the you'll never feel love like it when you were you know just feeling anxious about 
parenthood in general mm. but then i think reminding new parents and yeah i guess according to the stereotype maybe you know particularly ones who aren't the sort of the, the breastfeeding birthing parent that maybe you'll feel a little bit stood on the sidelines wondering what's happening at I moments it, is quite good i think it's impossible not to though just if you think about what a baby needs when it comes out right what, whether it's been pushed out or, or yanked out whatever um the 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 thing that I found incredible that as soon as my boys were born is they knew instinctively what to do and that was to go straight to Chloe's breasts they just knew so like you're what do they need you for they don't you, if you pick up a newborn they're going to be like have you got any of that have you got any of that sweet stuff <laughs> yeah. no could well. you hand me over to yep. her because she seems to know what she's doing take me back to they, HQ they, please exactly they're not <laughs> they don't they don't want you so it's 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 the knowing that they and and it's and it's a it's a biological thing it's a biological necess- necessity for them to stay alive and is to feed so and and of course then your partner is having all of these hormones which are pumping through their body to to try and prevent them from having a postnatal depression to try and create a connection that that you as a father you can't you have to manufacture it because mm-hmm. your body isn't giving you oxytocin you know well, all that oxytocin and all of that those hormones or or well I was was going to leave this till later but we might as well talk about it there is one there's two phenomena that don't get much discussion around this area and I think a lot of it's to do with embarrassment Jen but there's a massive amount of men have let's let's not be too controversial with the language have some sort of emotional crash where they have sort of a lack of motivation lack of energy panic about things sit in the toilet going oh my god do I even want to be in they have all of these type of emotions which have to get labeled with a well you try having the baby then your body's not been altered by hormones fucking grow up that's the box we get put in and then we have to like it or lump it because all we've done is stand by like a shit assistant manager while the real person does all the work anything I can do you can fuck off if you like great I'll be in the lounge However, in, I only put it out there as scientific fact. I do not attempt to elevate the role of the one who didn't biological grow the baby in any controversial way. But it is a simple fact that if you cohabit with a pregnant woman, whether you are the father or not, whether you are the brother, whether you're the dad and it's an older daughter living at home, they don't know why. They can only speculate. A man's testosterone level lowers, sometimes quite a lot. Now this oh, really? it, this explains the weird feeling of lack of energy, which can seem analogous to depression. Indeed, some some men do get depressed. Some, a lot of men put on weight, uh, which they which has been written off as oh, just eating in sympathy with the woman. But it's all the symptoms of a lowered testosterone depression. Now, the evolutionary biologists suggest that back in the caves. The caves that had the men with lower testosterone were less likely to smash newborns' heads in, basically. So the less aggressive the man in the house, the more protected the newborn baby. It makes complete evolutionary sense. So what, so what this means is uh, a man's hormone level is affected. It is lowered. There, is a de- there is a, can be a depression there, which is masked. And I'm sh- 
for fear of speaking up and looking like you're trying to get in on the real problem. So um, you can imagine saying to a woman whose body has just been ravaged by pregnancy and birth, who's sobbing as oxytocin malfunctions as she tries to get her aching nipple into a newborn's mouth. You go, actually, I've been having an existential crisis in the toilet. (laughs) They will be your last words before you're stabbed to death in the conservatory. (laughs) But it doesn't take away from the fact it's happening. So, no, I, 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 I think that's really fascinating. And I, I, I suspect most women are not aware. And perhaps maybe even if they are aware, their empathy is a bit low because of all of the, you know, hormones that have been pumping through their body and the fact that they are, they're physically, well, to put no finer point on it, fucked, you know. Um, so it, but I think it's, it's interesting we don't and I think this is also a big part of the patriarchy is always trying to undermine um, the fact that men have any kind of emotions that might be considered similar to, to, to women's emotions. So the fact that you might feel empathy or you might feel fear or you might feel depression or sadness and you're told, well, if you've got that, mate, just go down the pub, yeah. have a couple of pies, have yeah, a yeah, fight, you yeah. know, <laughs> have a wank in the toilet, you'll feel <laughs> you know. And, and it, I mean, is- just, just a term of condition, all of those do work temporarily, <laughs> but they're not a long-term solution. <laughs> but I think it's really interesting that... that, that and I think particularly for our generation and, and generations, you know, like our parents as well, I think that men are now beginning to say, why aren't we talking about stuff like this? Mm. Why, aren't I, why aren't we having conversations like this with our partners, with each other? Because these are the reasons why suicide is higher with men than it is with women. And these are the reasons why you're, you're, if you go out on a Saturday night, it starts to get a bit violent because that's the only um, valve, mm-hmm. that's the only sort of release that men are, are allowed. It's like, do you feel sad? Do you feel depressed? Do you feel angry? Do you feel anxious? Have a fight. Okay. Exactly. That, that, could be, that could be one of Boris's briefings to be... <laughs> Before we go on to Ivo, a couple of little bits of information. First, well, first is a speculation by me. I bet it's never been studied in with all female couples. The, the I would I would be willing to bet money if we took testosterone swabs from the non-birth mother um, that there would be a similar hormonal crash in all female couples. I would be willing to put money, but we don't have that information yet. Um, Ivo, what percentage of men do you think display depression-like symptoms between the time a baby is born until the child is five in relationships that stay together where they all inhabit the same house? Have you got an answer? I have got an answer. Okay. Um, It's a paediatric study. Um, I'll take a nice conservative swing, as I so often do, at uh, 30%. It's 68% of men report an an inexplicable lack of motivation. Um, Symptoms rise by 68%. So lack of motivation, feeling down, don't want to get out of bed, putting weight on, not feeling happy, crying more often, being more affected by failure at work. I mean, this is... Why is this information hidden? Because it, there's a, it's yes, it's bleak, but there's a unifying thing there between you and the other person, child rearing. Um, so I, I vote. So that that bit of testosterone bombshell. What do you think of that? I think that um, uh, it's uh, it's obviously very sad. Uh, it's important that uh, it's discussed more and that people are warned more and help to prepare more. Um, and Again, I'm just, um, I don't know, sort of picking my way through a forest of privilege here. 
um, that uh, I... It's it's like a Julie Andrews song, isn't it? (laughs) I'm picking my way through a forest of privilege. (laughs) Um, Feeling very lucky that I didn't... uh, I think go go through that to do with new parenthood um or haven't yet and that uh and that still it there's there's something about new parenthood as being just such a such a clearly and visibly and physiologically intense thing for mm. um for the mother or for the birth mother that um that I can't even though this is the whole point of this exercise I can't help but I, I can't get past this sort of inbuilt feeling that it, it's bad to bang on too much about you know what the what the man might be going through because of is, course and this is the prop this is the, we come right to the crux of the problem here Ivo this happened with me and Lindsay and it, Lindsay couldn't have been more Russell you can do everything if you want um, and still I felt like I had to turn the volume down on my experiences because it I felt cringe coming out of my mouth give a you know well one of the most intense moments was when the baby was being collected from the hospital you turn up with a car seat the stereotypical arrive with the car and I just stopped in the car park like out of body experience my whole life is about to change I had to go back to the car take a breath think about the hugeness of it I could discuss that with no no one could you imagine walking onto a ward after a woman has just had a C-section and go, you know, I just had a real out-of-body experience in the car park. Really, I've just been sewn up from my bum hole to my belly button. Would you like to fuck off and come back again? I mean, but didn't you, you have, have male friends hold- you could talk about that too, Russell? I'm sure I do, but uh, it's it's useless putting out the, the someone like me is obviously not a typical man. I probably were, I don't find it incredibly difficult to confide my inner feelings to five hundred strangers in Loughborough Town Hall, for example. But the most blokes would feel what you've just said, Ivan. I'm just backing your point that, that we that to speak it is somehow politically incorrect, wrong. Um, trying to play down a woman's experience. It feels like part of the problem rather than part of the solution. I know what Jenny's saying it is part of the solution, but it feels like part of the problem, doesn't it, Ivo? When, that, that, you, that you shouldn't voice what you're feeling. I just, you know, I feel... Uh, I don't know, I, I, feel, I feel slightly em- embarrassed looking back at the moments in pregnancy when I did let my anxiety sort of come to the fore too much because it felt like that wasn't being... Uh, the supportive partner that I needed to be, and that the best way was just to, you know, I, I, you know, I guess repress them, which is obviously bad. But you know, I'm uh, sorry to harp on about this for the umpteenth time, but I'm a boarding school boy. Repression is the name and the aim of the game, and <laughs> not uh, that the rules are stated ever. And, and, me, and, in, an, <laughs> in an ancient tome in Library Four, um, and. Um, uh, we all got given our own tome, actually, upon arrival. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and, you know, and I was able also to do the sort of stereotypical things that would clear my head. You know, I, I played I played five-a-side football three days after my daughter was born. Um, I uh, I didn't play very well. And I think it was that that I carried home into my bad mood, not the, not the, the you know, the pressures of parenting waiting for me when I got there. Um, I do think you have, you know, you, you're not so put upon and, and therefore you can just hopefully with the right amount of organization and communication find your own sort of you know path through it i don't know interesting bit of side trivia totally off topic but that's where this testosterone science started they noticed that uh 
again, the, the patriarchy, only men have been studied, but the men who play sports or watch sports, if you swab testosterone levels before and after the game, men that have lost have a chemical depression after their football team lose. Yeah, actually. Yeah, I mean, you see it. I mean, it's it's a it's a visible thing. I've seen it in green rooms, Russell. It's 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 a really sorry <laughs> thing to behold. Not not mine and Ivo's. Obviously, we normally come no, out glazed no, glazed never. in sweat, holding a fiery um, torch. Of course not. <laughs> um, okay, we're going to have to take a break there. That is the end of part one of this debate around newborns. We will be back in part two, where we discuss exactly how a newborn baby affects a relationship. Oh God. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 